Like the closest you have been to death already passed for know, now man. for now i don't for now yeah. for now <laughs> yeah all right anyways welcome back to zine the podcast i'm your host caesar davila this is where we explore culture relationships nature art consciousness and the appreciation of life i'm here with a guest he's been here season one joseph martin hello I'm just going to say the way you are a photographer. You're my graphic designer now for the season. If you guys check out the new episode cover right now, you look it in your screen. He designed that. Uh, I don't want to take too much credit because I kind of just have evolved it. He has. Yes. Shout out to Josie. She's still the one who created the the whole brand identity. So um, thanks for her. But yeah, Joseph's definitely just helped evolve it. It's pretty cool. Like just the little things that we changed to it just kind of shows the growth of the podcast and ourselves Mm -hmm. you know definitely but yeah all right well thanks for coming back (laughs) onto the podcast for last time we talked dude the last time we recorded the podcast i didn't have lupus yet that's so much time like that's how much time has passed yeah i it feels like way longer than it was but it was last year last year yeah Yeah. beginning of last year beginning of last year march may it was in march so yeah like i okay so i remember when we first started recording a podcast I right now like just sitting down in the same position, same place where we recorded the Cleaner first room. one. Cleaner room, a lot more space here, nicer. Record. Yeah, it smells nice too. Um, I was in pain, bro. Like, I remember I was having this weird collar p- pain while recording the episode, and it was really distracting to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, like it just is. Is I'm bringing is bringing me back to that like moment back then, and I remember having that pain, and I realized, holy shit! Like I didn't know I had lupus back then, so I was just like having hmm. all these like. Yeah, that's when I was like just crazy. done dealing with my health stuff, and yours was about to start. It was barely yeah. starting. Yeah, damn. But look at us now. We're good. We're healthy. We're doing. We're we're thriving. You know. We're trying. And you know, p- part of our trying is trying to experience life, dude. And what happened recently? What did we go to see? We went to the park, and no, we, <laughs> we saw Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar live at the Big Steppers tour in Crypto.com Arena. It was fun. I saw him twice that yeah, week. Lucky. I, just just a quick little tangent, but I happened to I was gonna go with Caesar the whole time on that third show that Friday, but I happened to have a friend who gave me two free tickets to the earlier show on Wednesday. So yeah, I got to see him twice. It was yeah. cool. He had four shows, right? Four shows. So Wednesday yeah. was the first show. That was the first show, and ours was the third, which was Friday. Yeah, so it was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday yeah. at Crypto. Yeah, and then that was like the end of the tour of his well his North American tour. I think he tours Europe next. But yeah. Yeah, so he he went out with a bang, man. I was, I mean, so, okay. Wow. So w- did you notice a difference Wednesday and Friday? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to brag, but the first the free tickets were sweet tickets. Um, so obviously the energy was much different because I feel like the first show Wednesday I got to really appreciate the actual production of the show, the performances. Um, for those who don't know or haven't seen any video snippets of the of the tour, um it was really high production as in you know audio visuals there was performers dancers on stage um the scene was going up and going down and there were cubes that were coming that was yeah like visually the stage would move yeah like the production of the stage like yeah. the stage design dude i really loved the colors that he added the the cameras that he was using mm-hmm. like to to film like the the projections yeah the projections mm-hmm. felt like they were 4k bro like felt like an imax and movie. you were closer than me because again for those who don't know caesar was actually had floor t- floor tickets and i had like mid-level tickets so yeah, he was tickets right there straightforward yeah though. i had a, i had a higher view but i mean he was right there he was close up yeah i was i'm tall so if i'm in ga Lucky like you. it's hard for me to not like have a good view you know yeah thankfully but yeah, okay, so... Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I didn't, but the, to continue my thought, uh, Wednesday, I, I got to saw a lot of the uh, the actual production. I got a really good view and a good look at the performers from this side. Um, but I, we were kind of to the left of the stage, so uh, I didn't really get a lot of the, the visuals, any, any of the visuals, if I'm being honest. Like and, of the projectors and screens, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I didn't get any of that. We were able to kind of see, you know, one, the, left, the left screen but from an angle so i couldn't really tell besides just looking at the color of what was on there so friday when i had that middle view it was 
totally different. Not not only in like uh, the the energy, you know, being right with the crowd. Um, I went with my girlfriend. We like to, you know, we're both big Kendrick fans. We know a lot of the songs. We like to, you know, jump up and down, the energy going in. We were in a crowd that, I mean, not not only our section, but it seemed like, at least from my angle, the whole arena was was rocking, dude. It was, dude, the it was, energy it was, crazy, was great, yeah. man. Like, god damn. Like, even in the slower songs, you know, like, he mm-hmm. performed, like, he performed uh, Love, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah Loved yeah. on Damn? Like, loyalty. Dude, loyalty as yeah. well. Dude, like, those, like... Those songs you wouldn't expect to be like energetic and like you mean like to be a live perform song. Yeah. You know. But yet he did it and like dude the vibes were there, man. Yeah, and and kind of to go to kind of go on that thought. I did kind of have a problem with those slow songs though because some of them the energy It changed the momentum. It, yeah, yeah, the change in energy was like extremely sudden and the second half of the concert had more slow songs than the first half, and a large amount of the crowd, at least like where I was sitting, a lot of them started sitting down. You know, I mean, they they were probably tired from all the jumping they were doing. Right I, early I wish in the I, show. I wish I could sit down. Dude. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have the choice, but yeah, uh, yeah it was a big uh, shift in energy, and uh, it seemed like the first half came out hot, and the second half kind of left me with wanting more. It was a good closing. I think yeah. thematically, the song that he closed with was uh, um, Savior. Savior, yeah. And it makes sense, you know, in, in like the theme of the, the, yeah. the concert, like the in, whole album. In but... Mr. Morale, I don't know what other song can be a closer. Agreed. You yeah. Know, and like in Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, like thinking of all those songs, I don't see any, I don't like mm-hmm. see any other song that could like close the concert. Unlike, you know, like when we went to, when I when I went to the, like the Tyler, the Tyler show, he's, mm-hmm. he ended up, he ended the concert with Run It Up. And, and that's, that has a lot no, of energy. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. other song I could imagine in that album to close that concert. So, like, well, you know, Savior, um, it definitely felt like a theatrical uh, ending, you know? Like, yeah. like, it was like, like they were bowing down, you know? And also for, like, those who aren't that familiar, again, um, the theme of Mr. Morale is like a therapy session. And the actual layout of, like, the set list of the concert was, like a, therapy was like a therapy session. And that's why you calmed down at the end. Yeah, probably. obviously. Yeah, well, yeah. Come to think of it that way, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because yeah. like, he started off wild, Cathartic, dude. Like he started off in '95, like Mad City, like all these like like lit songs. Damn, DNA. you just blew my mind. I feel like I'm starting to appreciate the ending more now. Because no, that makes total sense to me. I mean, if you if you're really thinking about it in the context of the album, I mean, the album kind of slows down at the end, the end of the therapy session. Yeah, like because he feels, hmm. yeah, he feels more like in peace, I guess. You know, like in terms with what he has experienced, what he's gone through. Which, you know, Kendrick, yeah. like, dude, he's amazing in that aspect. Like, he's for sure an album artist. A lot of his Lucy's, though. And and features. His features go hard. Dude, honestly, I think one of my favorite features, which I think it's... I, it, it might be a hot take. might be a cold take. All right, tell me what it is. I, uh, this is a... Uh, I think um, no, par- no More Parties in LA is pretty underrated. Like, the fact that both Kanye and Kendrick are in that song, and they both go hard, like, both... Both verses go hard as shit, you know, like Yeah, and then considering that I mean, just to preface I'm a huge Kanye fan, musically. Um the first time I heard that, there were no, you know, features or anything and Kendrick just pops up out of nowhere and just gives us the hardest bars ever. So, you yeah. know, yeah, that, that's a good one. I don't think that's a hot take at all. Yeah, no, I definitely feel like it's not <laughs> talked about enough, especially considering like the like where both of these artists stand in today's like music and the zeitgeist culture, of the know? music yeah, yeah exactly like it's pretty that's a pretty like insane combo right there yeah dude like he in in he performed for what like two hours no nah, it was like almost two hours it was like an hour and a half no nah, it was like almost two hours didn't his performance oh actually wait, think about it yeah he started i think at nine thirty when when i when uh for the friday show yeah our our friday show was on time Wednesday show was definitely a little behind. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was no more than an hour forty five though. But like, it, it, yeah, usually the big productions like that, the longer shows, which that one was one of them, are a like lot of work. ninety, maybe a hundred minutes, which is like hour and a half, maybe a little bit more. But I, I've never been to a show where it's been longer than that. Um, and I've been to some pretty, you know, quote unquote long shows. Yeah. Of. Of all his songs, I see. Uh, let me look at his set list right now. When you look at his set list for the for the Big Steppers tour, 
he started off like with uniting grief it goes down to that song on mr morale yeah and then n95 dude n95 went so hard dude the guitar at the end i mean i didn't hate that song at all i i I really liked that i didn't love that song but yeah hearing it live and the actual live band accompanying 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 it um made me appreciate the song way more yeah Dude, also I love the 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 backup dancers and like the you know like the dancing aspect of this yeah of the um, performance. Why is the name the the Pharrell produced one? Is it Yo, Vic, Mr. Morale? Mr. Morale, yeah, that one when he's like, stop, watch Dude, the, watch the show. Yeah, that was at at the end. Like that was only like that was, that like, was two songs. Was like maybe the penultimate song. Yeah, the one right. I don't know if it was the one right before or two before. I believe. Yeah, I believe so. Dude, like, yeah, the fact that he made. The arena, like, hey, don't get hyped. Just, we'll just, just watch his production. Yeah, he said it like twice. He like put his hand up. He was like, stop. And then the energy kind of died. But people were weren't sure if weren't sure if they were actually talking, you know, to the whole crowd. And he said it again. And that's when majority of people kind of yeah, dude. And I love that song. Like, Mr. Morale is probably one of my favorite songs of the album. Yeah, when you listen to the buildup of energy, um, going from auntie diaries um to mother no mother i sober is after mr morale but yeah yeah, going from auntie diaries to that like just the the beginning of auntie diaries kind of starts off slow and then towards the end of the song it builds up but doesn't have that like satisfying you know blow up which is mr morale it's oh it's 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 a great it's a great one-two punch right there yeah dude for oh man i and also like you know what's cool about Pharrell? How he has a signature like four beat. Before Does he the have drop? that in this? Yeah. What is it? Kendrick saying yeah, 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 yeah. Boom! Then the then the drop happens. I didn't even hear. Yeah, it was Kendrick, the one who who yeah. was like vocally saying the, the like the four beat the four uh yeah like the four beats before. Like, I don't know the if drop. that's on purpose or not. I'm be honest, like I agree with you. I'm but sure. I'm sure it, it makes was with sense intent because like, dude, Con- like Kendrick does a lot of like subtle things with with intent. I'm not a huge like Pharrell follower. I like Pharrell, but. I- Majority of his songs I know have that at least in the production. At least the popular ones. Yeah, the popular yeah. ones do for sure. But do all of his songs have that? I don't know. I, maybe not. Yeah, because I remember hearing this song and looking for that. You know, once I found out that it was Pharrell that produced it, and I was kind of shocked that it didn't. But no, that makes sense. If it's Kendrick's, you know, four times going, yeah, 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 yeah dude, oh that makes sense. I, I I can see that. It's so good. I I yeah. I mean. With Kendrick, he performed a decent amount of songs from every album, except for Section 80. Which, you know? I only wanted to hear a song out of, like, Nostalgic. That's when I first got into Kendrick, but I have no complaints with the set list. None. I mean, I know, again, going back to, like, the slow songs, I even I, I enjoyed those. You know, Crown was, I think, the third to last song. Yeah, where he sat in the piano, right? Yeah, but visually was dope i mean the background i don't know if you remember that's when it was like an image of him and it was like spinning in a circle yeah that was it was cool it was really really cool um so i think as a whole i enjoyed it but again it did did it kill the energy yes um but crown off my first listens of mr morale was was great to me um i said i I said it in the very beginning i felt i've always felt like united in grief and crown were kendrick on his radiohead shit you know they remind me of like I don't know how many Radiohead fans there are there are out there. I know I've tried getting you into it. You're kind of still on the I'm, fence. I'm st- yeah, I still haven't fully jumped jumped into it. But yeah, if you, if anyone listens to Radiohead out Radiohead out there, the King of Limbs that album, the like weird production in that. If Kendrick had a baby with that album, United in Grief and Crown are the babies. That's Kendrick on his Radiohead shit. Probably like top five songs. United in Grief has to be the first on that list for me dude something I, I love about kendrick is that every album is different you know like what like with production mm-hmm. with the way he like tells a story what he's talking about yeah you know but like just like thematically and musically it, it all sounds different like you know good kid mad city to, to pimp a butterfly was a huge change then from to pimp a butterfly to damn like like you know like they um that's like the fact that he's able to create this di- like this diverse category like, this catalog yeah, yeah yeah you know yeah exactly diverse catalog and every album has amazing songs like mm-hmm. every album someone's favorite you know like your favorite is good kid mad city no yeah i've been kendrick is very fresh in my mind right now because obviously we just saw the shows and uh leading up to the shows i was listening to a lot of kendrick um and 
Yeah, I think it's still number one to me. Um, I know the general consensus is that To Pimp a Butterfly is the number one. Obviously, has the uh, no, that's not the Pulitzer Prize. Pulitzer Prize is damn. But yeah. I think his most critically acclaimed one, if I'm not mistaken, is To Pimp a Butterfly. Um, and I like it. I don't hate it. I, I genuinely really enjoy it. But it's not on. I don't even think it's my top three. Kendrick, if I'm being honest, dude. Same. What are yours? Same. Uh, my top three. Uh, if I were to rank it, number one is Damn for me. Which I think a lot of people will disagree with and be like, what the hell? But it's my number two. Dude, like, I've, Damn for me is, like, the replay value is insane. Like, it's so good. It's, like, there's not really a song I will skip in that in that album. Yeah, I'm, Damn is, like, Kendrick's best attempt at combining his signature sound with commercial value. You know, like every song on that is can be alone for the most like a part. Radio yeah, hit, like, like a radio hit. And to pimp a butterfly, even good kid in Mad City, those have tracks that were ma- specifically made to be singles. Yeah. You know, um, and this damn is one of them that just every song, you know, just you doesn't get old. I, may, maybe God does. <laughs> yeah. I'm not not a fan of that one. But dude, like even like even songs like XX, you know, with U two or like you know. Like, I would not have expected me to love that type of song. Yeah, Damn was a really good listen the first time. I know a lot of people weren't huge fans in the beginning, but yeah. When did you first listen to Kendra? You said Section 80, right? Section 80 days. I was right here at Temple Middle School. Shout out, Rosemead. Um, And I remember having it on my iPod. I'm not sure who introduced me, like specifically, but I know Kendrick was just one of those artists that was coming up with J. Cole, uh, Lil B, Mac Miller, you know, those were all kind of the bigger artists that people were listening Dude, to. And somehow, freshman Ken- double XL, the freestyle. Yeah, Kendrick's that- is insane, man. I'm not. I don't remember too much off the top of my head. I do remember that class. As a matter of fact, I think Lil Dicky was a part of that class too. Um, no, uh, was he, he 2013? Lil Dicky was with 21 Savage, and I believe. Damn, Col- was he way later? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not that versed in that. So. <laughs> yeah, freshman double XL. But anyway, yeah, that. Dude, okay. that's kind of when I got into so, it back in middle school. What what blew my mind about the freshman double XL freestyle is that you know it's a freestyle, so there's really no like there's very little to no um, criteria. Like here, this is how many bars you need, this is how long you need to rap. Mm-hmm. Because some rappers have like eight bars. I've seen the memes and the ones that go too long. Dude, Kendrick's <laughs> goes. Some people will say he might go too long. Like, this, but his is good. His was, I've seen the bad ones. Hard, not, dude. Not yeah. The ones. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Like his, yeah, like the fact that he's able to just think of all that shit, you know, on the spot. Not really on the spot. Makes you think though, how much of it is actually off the top of the head? They know they're gonna oh, do they the pre- double XL freestyle. Yeah, they they probably prepare like you know, I they have they probably have ideas in yeah. mind, you know, like they're probably, but they're not. Like, it's not like a script, mm-hmm. you know. At least the talented ones don't need a script. They just need all right. I should talk about this, 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 this. It's I always wonder cool. that. Those, I mean, you obviously see those. I think a lot of more old school artists that could just freestyle off the top of their head but as somebody who if i even tried to freestyle i would, I would get one line yeah in like and that's it i think freestyling is its own language like let me explain i wish i was good at it so yeah so cool. i suck at freestyling dude it's hard because you need to be conscious of you have the to be able to think phrase. out loud yeah. and make it sound sonically appealing yeah you know and the way to do that is to rhyme words you know and like to consciously think of words that rhyme that's when you gotta just start similar. reading dictionaries and just for fun just yeah. to learn words i know dude that's just crazy about dem you said he won the pulitzer for it dude that's a nobel prize in literature that Kendrick, was a pulitzer prize yeah that's a nobel oh, prize in literature oh, okay again not versed in words bro sorry. like so like think about it he is a rapper from compton one of the only artists if not the only artists to win a nobel prize in literature most most of the time that like that award goes to like these like novelists or these you know like, yeah because that album is kind of each song the song titles you know it's it's like kind of like a ph- philosophical album yeah you know each song like, kind of just dives in human, like, yeah the, the humanity. core of the human yeah, like emotions pride, love, and feelings lust yeah fear um humble you know then there's songs like dna where he mm-hmm. fucking goes deep into the root and culture of black people and like where they rose like rose from where they came from mm-hmm. and, and it's crazy oh, to man. think too that when damn came out we thought it was really personal and you know to Kendrick at the time but listening having listened now to Mr. Morale and him actually talking about like his personal vices and you know that the shit that he's actually going through you can go back listening to Damn and really see how it's kind of 
just a philosophical album at first we thought it was personal to him but it's really not because he doesn't really dive into detail into as to all the different stuff that he talks about in the newer album yeah um well i, I guess because the newer album he talks about his like he tells his story mm-hmm. like from his perspective when in dam he tells his story through the perspective of black people maybe yeah M- a more universal yeah outlook um, like, but like a more universal outlook to something that's like in the core of people, the which core is of, hu- so, of human, like, of human, which is yeah. fucking like wild to think of that he's able to do that, not just like attempt it, but pull it off. Yeah, I mean, we say pull it off too because we're we're biased, you know. We're, but we're dude, Kendrick he won a Nobel Prize, so he yeah, I guess pulled it you off, know like, it has the merit. You, yeah. you know, yeah, fuck your Kendrick uh, haters. You know that great album. Yeah, damn yeah. is at the, that's the, is at the top. I don't care. Yeah. Okay, so Good Kitty is your first one. Uh, that one's a pretty gnarly album as well because he's literally telling the story of himself in the beginning. Dude, the, the like, album is like a Tarantino movie. You're getting a story, a whole story. The whole the whole album takes place in a matter of a day. Okay? And again, I'm not yeah. I'm not fucking dissect podcaster. Okay, so if I get some details wrong, I'm sorry. But as far as me listening to it, um, it's it's a movie, dude. I don't know how. Have you given it like a full listen recently without like skipping any of the skits? Not recently. Uh, okay, so I haven't listened to the album like recently in full. Mm-hmm. But dissect just recently came out with the season of uh, um last song standing. Dude, I've been listening to it. Yeah, I'm like yeah. two episodes in. Okay, I finished it. And yeah, I love like. I, I I love the concept of that because they literally go in depth with every album. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So they talked about like Good Command City, like what the story is about, mm-hmm. each song, the, you know, about it. His season, uh, Cole's season of Dissect on, uh, I don't know, season one or two, but he has an episode strictly dedicated to Good Kid and Mad City. Obviously, he didn't do a full season on it, but it's a solid 40 minutes, maybe if not more. If you want more detail without having to listen to the album, just listen to that episode. It's it's a great episode going pretty thoroughly over the uh the story but again i did listen to that episode and he explains it really well on that as well yeah i mean there's a lot of different like places you could go to like there's another um podcast called no skips with jinx and shay shay yeah yeah i've and heard of they it. have one well, on cole's been a guest on that right yeah he he was for a guest Yeezus? for no for uh, um my beautiful dark Tooth. oh Fantasy. really okay yeah they didn't do Yeezus. Yeah, I did see on Twitter though, because I don't listen. I haven't listened to any of his podcasts, nor have I read any of his books. But I follow Shay oh, Serrano. Shay? Okay. Yeah, I think he's a cool per- internet. He's a, he's a cool person. He's a cool yeah. dude. Yeah, um, he's funny. And I did see that Cole turned him on to Jesus, which kind of a trip to me because I mean I had been following Shay for a while, and I would never have guessed that he would like Jesus. Yeah, but it's, um, I mean uh, we could talk about Jesus in Kanye's episode, <laughs> yeah. but with Kendrick's. Okay, so to Pimple Butterfly. That album, as like it was the same thing with me. It's really hard for me to like get sucked into the rabbit hole of the album because it's not like really talking directly to me. You know, like I'm not really the target. I don't feel like yeah. I don't feel I don't feel like I'm the target audience. Like my favorite (laughs) Mm -hmm. songs from that album is like number one. It's just because it's the fact that how groovy it is. King Kunta, I fucking love that song. Yeah. I like some of the more like pop your head joints, like institutionalized. You ain't gotta lie. Um, All right's pretty dope, dude. It's crazy. I'm not. I don't love the more the the higher energy ones. What about the blacker to berry? Sounds great. The beat's great. Oh, how much a dollar cost too? I mean, I'm my the first thing that turned me on to Kendrick was his storytelling, and that one tells a pretty good story too. And it has a Radiohead sample, so that's my second Radiohead reference for the for the episode. Yeah, I mean, I think so. We we may have to do one episode on it, maybe in the future. Whatever, we'll fit, we'll we'll think about it. Um, but yeah, like, the, yeah, I don't know, man. I just it's it's really hard for me to like understand that album. I've seen a lot of different takes on it. And I kind of get the gist, but it's I I I guess I'm a simple mind when it comes to that part of mm-hmm. what he's trying to tell and like story wise and album. I think that one's really cool too, cause uh, I don't know again how much you've listened to or whoever's listening to this podcast, but that one is kind of a uh, it's kind of like a poem that it, that it comes in skits throughout the album, and it it actually is a poem that Kendrick is hypothetically reading to Tupac. Um, so that that album, I believe, it's the last song of the album has a never before heard Tupac interview. Um, I forget what reporter it was that Kendrick got like the interview and basically they chopped out like her lines and then Kendrick kind of inserted his interview questions and conversation dialogue to whatever would fit, like whatever Tupac was saying. Um, 
and yeah, again, going back to like Good Kid, Mad City, it that's like a movie that takes place in a day. Um, you get different parts of the day in different songs, but at the end, you kind of put it together, and it's a story of like basically him and his friends going out, him getting jumped when he's trying to hook up with this girl, him and his friends trying to go get retaliation, his friend dying in his arms, and then them after his friend got shot in the parking lot of like a store and some lady, you know, representing like, the God figure yeah, comes to save them. And they do a prayer, yeah. right? And then basically the last song of that album, Compton, is the first song that he ever produced with Dr. Dre. Yeah, dude. That's what, the first day they met that's the last song of the album so the album is a story of his come up till the first day he like quote unquote made it with with dre yes yes and that reminds me that tupin butterfly is the follow-up to that it's mm -hmm. a sequel to that of you course know? because yeah. he is this he's this caterpillar who just was who who's right now blossoming into success you know so they're trying so he was trying to i guess he's trying in tupin butterfly my interpretation of it is like, well his is like dealing with the fame and all that yeah dealing yeah. with fame dealing and with the guilt of like focusing survivor's on, guilt you yeah know, yeah being like, the only one that made it out because oh, it was in tupin butterfly where he talks about his brother dying as well i don't know if he had a brother that died i think he had a brother who died he had a, he's had a friends or, that died damn. oh it was friend i know what you're talking the song you yeah you. yeah 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 it's, it's a friend i don't know if it's the same friend from good kid mad city I'm sure it's different because there's unfortunately, so many, yeah, I'm sure it's yeah, a different. Yeah, a lot of a lot of he's dealt with a lot of loss for sure. Yeah, damn man, he grieves different. I grieve different, yeah, bro. I mean, it it's it's pretty, it's it's pretty uh it's pretty crazy to think on like all the songs that Kendrickson made and to see which ones are commercially successful. You know, like in Good Kid, Mad City. The most commercially successful songs there were. It was "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe," which is to this day his vibe. his most successful song. Which I don't really. Yeah, that's his like most successful song he's ever made. "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe." What do you okay 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 now, now this brings me to another thing I want to talk about with you. What do you think are like what what are in your in your perspective? What's his what are his most uh, popular mainstream songs? If you want, we could go through every album. Then we could like see which ones were popular. And then I mean, just to, like, to stay where we were at in Good Kid, there was that one that was big. Um, Swimming pools was Swimming another pool. big one. Yeah. Uh, and then backseat was really big. I don't know if it was a single or not. I know. I'm just thinking back to like high school. Everyone was yeah. playing backseat freestyle. Yeah, dude. But like, I think one of the songs that holds up the most is Mad City, though. Yeah. Like, dude. It, like, what, okay. Well, side. What's your favorite Good Kid, Mad City song? I feel like I have a sleeper that not many people okay, have so on their list. It all right. Um, Good Kid, Mad City. My favorite song was probably is probably Mad City. Now it, it, it's Mad City, but it, also that's a very money valid trees, answer. Money trees like really, really changed the yeah, game bitch. for me after hearing it live. Yeah, it was like it was pretty. Great, I wish dude. we would have got some like surprise appearances from like i know because he's in la bro like you know he like should like uh, yeah but i also feel like the reason they don't is because especially even like with like tyler tyler could easily get people easily get people to come out with him but he really doesn't pull anybody out, like randomly huh i think because their shows are so orchestrated and actually like produced yeah, to be it's, a certain it's, way. it's hard to fit that puzzle piece into something that's already complete. that's so meticulously thought out yeah and then other artists you know i mean i I'm not trying to like trash any artist, but a lot of the artists that don't think that meticulously like can just bring someone out for a song. I guess yeah. I, I don't know. I would guess that's why. But yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense, you know, because like yeah, how are you gonna fit this person to the choreography of these people? Mm -hmm. like, these dancers gonna be and make it natural, especially if they're doing it once. Yeah, you know, but but, but back to Good Kid. What you you think, Mad City? For me, my top two songs there are Mad City and Money Trees. Okay. Yeah, but like Money Trees with J Rock's verse is fucking badass. I think his verse is probably better than better than Kendrick's. But if you follow the Kendrick zeitgeist, did you hear those leaks that apparently he like wrote it or helped? Well, write I don't it? know if he wrote it, but there's a reference track where Kendrick is rapping that verse word for word. Probably a reference track, or he had that verse and he gave it to J Rock. We'll never know. But that leaked recently, so like you could hear Kendrick actually rapping out that verse. It's yeah. obviously not like fully produced, which makes a lot of people think it's a reference track. You know, just him giving it to J Rock, telling him, "This I want you to rap it." You know, yeah. put your own little twist on All it. All right, but. 
Wait, that makes me uh, that. Um, I have a question. I don't know. If I'm sure if you know the answer, but which song was it? Uh, Bitch don't keep a vibe. Um, that Lady Gaga, uh, was gonna feature in. I think so. But it was like the <laughs> the feature sucks. So like Kendrick decided. I don't not know. To I mean, we we obviously both listened to that episode. You heard the little snippet. What did you think? I didn't like it. Like, bro, I I fucking hate Kendrick. I can feel your energy. Ah, uh, I can't. I, I don't really? like. I would much rather have had Lady Gaga. Oh uh, no, that. I like I like Kendrick's. I, I like Kendrick's tone of like I like the way he he changes his pitch of voice like yeah I don't like that one though <laughs> I feel like unfortunately Kendrick doesn't have a good singing voice yeah I mean he did a little bit on Mr. Morale I mean very very slightly it's like when Kanye first started kind of getting into singing yeah um but I don't think he has a great singing voice um yeah but that's my thoughts on that but my my favorite song on Good Kid Mad City if anybody was interested. Hands down, the art of peer pressure. Can, I, can you even think about that off the top I, of your head? I, I can't, God, I, I dude, can't think about it. when you leave, you better listen to that song. Okay, so good. It starts off. Pressure. It's like kind of like a two-part song. It starts off with something like small, and then again, my favorite, my favorite thing about Kendrick is storytelling, bro. It just tells. It's the beginning part of that day when him and his homies are hanging out after the freestyle, and they're going and they rob a place. They do a home invasion and. Yeah, it's just it's him, it's him telling like recounting that, but oh, yeah. dude, there's like a heavy like. I'm not a music person. Sorry if I use the wrong terms. People don't get mad at me, but I don't. I would call it a synth, like a heavy like uh, like a distorted synth that comes into right after that first beautiful little like melody in the beginning, and then oh, it's just, he just goes in. It's it's a great song. You do like strange music though. I love weird stuff. Yeah, you do. That's what so, I'm attracted to. Yeah, that makes sense. So the weirder the better um even it, yeah when it comes to like albums or whatever um that's where i get really turned off by like i don't i hate even sounding like one of those oh i don't listen to pop and Hipster. blah 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 but like it's just it's not interesting enough for me not all of it i do like yeah, some of like, it i guess but i'm you like layers yeah i like stuff that's more thought out. i'm an artsy i'm an art nerd you know um i've come to be in my 20s um and yeah the stuff i'm attracted to is not all of it is like super thought out and has to have like deep layers and the little universes that the artists have to create. But when that does happen, I would much prefer to like listen to that. And but don't, I, but I still fuck around with like some Bad Bunny, you know, some some random shit. You yeah, know? I, I really like. Um, yeah, I'm similar to you. Where like you know, I like thought well thought out ideas. You know, like um, I appreciate them because it makes me want to create a well thought out well thought out idea not yeah, not something like that research. it just makes me want to create something that's like something like that yeah where people can listen to it again and get something different from it yeah something with open interpretation something that makes yeah, you think i love open interpretation like you know that something that lets people figure like think about what is it for like because oh, like the and cool this thing is about, what makes me love donald glover that could be a whole another episode. I'll just rant. It will be I'll just rant episode. on like just nonsense. This is gonna be me talking over you the whole time. It's okay. <laughs> All right, but for now, okay. So, um, wait. What's your top two? Then what's your second most favorite? Um, I think Mad City. Mad City. I've come to really appreciate that, but you know, I number two is is always fighting to like Mad City, Money Trees. Okay. I, agreed, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's great. All right, so going to to Pippa Butterfly. My favorites off of there, and again, that's probably like my number three or four. Honestly, I don't even know where to place that. Um, institutionalized, you ain't got to lie, definitely how much a dollar cost. Um, if that's probably the album I haven't listened to in the longest out of all of his albums, besides like overly dedicated in Section Eighty. Um, so it's not too fresh in my head, but overall, like when I listen to that album, I extremely enjoy it. There might be other songs that are quote unquote my favorite, but. I don't know off the top of my head. I'm just thinking off the They're top. They're great. I mean, for sure, my favorite is King Kunta. But when I'm looking at the album, uh, I you know, like the Blackberry is pretty nice. You is pretty great as well. Yeah, but you is like, uh, like off Mr. Morale, We Cry Together. I love that song, but I don't like consider it like a song. Have I listened to it a lot? Yeah. Am I scared it's going to pop up on my Spotify wrapped? Maybe. But We Cry Together? Yeah. The beat. Really? Bro, it's an alchemist beat. That beat's uh, hard. Like it, if if Kendrick is. was rapping over that beat, oh man, that would be that'd be tough. That's true. But That's true. uh, yeah, I agree. I I do enjoy it, but it's not. If I'm trying to vibe, it's a skip. I okay. I feel that. I'm trying to listen to Kendrick drunk cry, like bro. <laughs> drunk cry. All right. So going to Dem. What are your two favorite songs from Dem? 
easy. And I element and feel. Dude. The alliteration and feel and then just everything about element. Yeah, if I had a zap a pussy ass, I'm yeah. gonna make it look sexy. Yep. Dude, I love yeah. Element has definitely grown on me during the years, throughout the years. And then we heard, dude, hearing that one live was, oh, was I record, nice. I, I have that one recorded. I only, I only have three songs recorded because my dumbass, um, my storage filled up. I was so sad, dude. I wanted to record a few more, but yeah, I recorded Element, I recorded King Kunta and Humble. I don't, the only full song I recorded both nights because it just went too hard was uh, Family Ties with Baby Kim. Dude. Oh my god! Especially having you need to show angle. me that video. Yeah, you need to show, I'll show me, you. dude. Yeah. Oh my god! So I was wearing a mask in GA, and uh, and the only uh, family ties was the only time where it was way too intense where I had to loosen up my mask to breathe. I would say my top two, number one, Fear is probably my favorite Kendrick song. Like, favorite ever? Favorite ever? I I think Fear's, I like Fear, but I wouldn't put it in my favorite, dude. Like okay. I love Fear because of the fucking, like, the layers that yeah. it has, you know? Like, it's three different verses. Each verse has to do with deal with a part of, like, a point in his life. Age and 7, all, 17, and 27. Yeah, 10 years apart, you know? And the first one is through the perspective of his mom, talking to 7-year-old Lil Kendrick. And then the second one, 17, where he's, like, also, like, the way he changes the tone of his voice you know mm-hmm. like he's able to that's another signature kendrick thing yeah you know and he like he does it perfectly in that song you know the first like the first the first album i mean the first verse he he says it like he's you know like like as he's talking to, like his mom and you know like you could hear the frustration behind it mm-hmm. the, the, the anger the impatience and then going to the second first where he's 17 talking about More all like the different ways you could die like that good kid mad city mindset yeah well like yeah like it sounds numb you know like he's numb to everything like i'll probably die with promises i'll probably die like all these different ways yeah. on, like all the different ways on he could die like it was because those are all the different ways he's seen other people die yeah it's him going over his you fear yeah his fears at, at different times like he was getting desensitized to death you know and like just yeah like just his tone of voice of like it sounded really numbness where he like, if it happened, it happened, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if it didn't, oh, shit, you know? And then that's led to his fucking, his last verse when he's 27. You know, my biggest fear of 27 was losing, losing it all. That's crazy, man. Like, yeah. like I like fear, too, but, takes, like. It's a lot of layers. A lot of layers. Agreed. I'm always constantly trying to, like, balance the, the banger and the layered song because I love both. I mean, I, I do love the layered ones, but when it comes to, I, I also got to factor in, like, playability and i i would i would play other songs over fear fear is like when i listen to the album in a whole yeah i'm just playing a couple songs playlist i don't know what playlist fear goes into fear goes into me my like my chill playlist that like i'll play at night on my drive you chill having an existential crisis yeah playlist yeah you know like with the little drawing just driving (laughs) down all right what are some ways i can die you know those listening oh yeah no 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 <laughs> never and yeah. gta he's talking about first person yeah dude uh, i know yeah exactly exactly and I'm, I'm smoking in gta i'm not smoking yeah. in real life of course not yeah of course not who does that right um but yeah okay so fear is my favorite if i were my second favorite fuck dude it's between dude i love this album fuck even dna bro i I was gonna pick i was gonna pick dna that's probably my that might be like a basic bitch answer but it's valid no it's it's pretty valid i mean it i guess it's basic bitch but it's basic bitch for a reason because it's so good dude like it's it's good because it sounds like a banger but when you listen to the the lyrics bro like he goes like Mm -hmm. i like to tell you he goes so in depth with and then when that beat switch ah i know and like the little fox uh segment they had in between to transition it oh my god dude yeah it's so good like man and also just the sample they have of a um fuck what was his name uh charlie brown no 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 um the singer, like, give me some ganja. Oh, it's Rick James. Rick James. I fu- yeah, my bad, my bad. I, I, I'm going to cut that out. Fuck that. I'm <laughs> you got to leave that. Yeah, I'm going to leave it. I'm, I'm a little dumbass. I accept it. All right. But, yeah, dude, Rick James, man, I fucking, like, that. The fact that, like, it's so cool how producers can, like, do, pull that off. You know, use yeah. voices, use samples of people seen as an instrument. Mm-hmm. And it goes fucking hard. Yeah, sampling itself is 
so cool. You you see some of the breakdown videos of like, you know, them them putting together the original and then how it gets chopped up, filtered. like the genius one, right? Like I don't know. I follow a page on Twitter. I don't, I don't know what oh, it's okay. called. I just saw the H to the Izzo breakdown this morning. Oh shit. Um. Um. Yeah. That's the cool thing about Genius. Those Genius, they have uh, videos on YouTube where it shows like some of the popular songs mm-hmm. getting, getting broken down by the producers. You know, mm-hmm. they did it with No Role Models and a few other of the pop, a few other popular songs. No Role Models is J Cole. J Cole, okay. yeah, yeah, it's one of most. most I'm not most a popular super, like a huge J Cole fan. First things I'm first, an average J Cole fan. Feel. For real, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So yeah, I'd probably go with DNA and Fear, and then for Mr. Morale. United in grief, united in grief, united in grief. Uh, that's three. You need to pick two. The first two. <laughs> um, for me, I would say for sure. Uh, for sure, Mister Morale, and I probably put N ninety five down. N ninety five is. Dude, great. I love Die Hard though. I appreciated it more after the concert, dude. I dude, I just picture Kendrick just. Like yeah, and then with the background dancers behind him. Yeah, I love the background dancers behind him, dude. Like, like the choreography was so groovy. Like, I loved it. Um, Oh, I just realized they added the hard part five. You know, song I liked less after the concert, and I hate it. Well, not I hate it, but I hate that I like it less. Silent Hill. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you just should have played that one live. Should have just left that one. Yeah, I saw a video where uh, he brought a cold up black. Yeah, that was a uh, rolling. I don't know if it was his uh, like a Miami show or one of his shows in Florida or Rolling Loud. It was a show there where mm-hmm. Kodak lives because I think he's on like house arrest or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not surprised, but yeah, or dude. probation maybe. I don't know. Savior was good too, but the live version too slow. Yeah, it just kind of, like I said earlier, kind of killed the energy at the end, and it was just like. Yeah, I get the concept, but damn, I wanted that energy. Dude, um, save your interlude though. With Baby Keem goes pretty hard. Well, that was just the intro, right? No, yeah, but like the song. Like, oh, the okay, yeah, yeah. Where like Baby Keem, like he has a verse in it, goes pretty hard. Yeah, I was not a huge Baby Keem fan. Um, prior to, I mean, prior to getting ready for this concert, because I mean, I listened to the Melodic Blue and it came out. It was cool. Family Ties was cool. Um, even like Baby Keem's verse, I wasn't. I, but coming into this concert, I listened to more just so I could know some of the songs going in. And yeah, Baby Keem goes hard. Dude, Two I phone Baby Keem. first heard Baby Keem by, uh, by Kanye for Praise God. That was the first time I heard him too. Yeah. I, I, had, heard, I had seen his name and I'd seen yeah, that I like heard... Kendrick had a cousin that was doing rap and stuff. But I, and I know he, he was he used to stream Roblox. He was a streamer. Really? He used his Twitch stream. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was Roblox. He used to. I think doesn't he have a song called Roblox in one of one of his early projects? I don't know. I don't I know. Can't defer, I can't I can't For sure, he used to stream. It might not be Roblox, but it's like one of those Minecraft or some shit. Like, I don't. I didn't play any yeah, of those. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. I heard a Baby Keem, but I thought it was another of those. Like, I used to get him confused with Maxo Cream. Or Maxo Keem. Cream. There's another rapper that I'm not familiar with. I I don't I haven't heard of that, but yeah, like I didn't think too much to look into Baby Keem, but once pray like once Praise God came out and I heard it, and then we heard it live with that Tame Impala reference. <sighs> Tame Tame Impala. I'm about to see Tame Impala this weekend. Oh yeah, really? For days or days? Is yeah. this weekend? That's this Saturday. Damn, dude. Good luck. Have fun. Take some videos for me. Performing Lonerism in its entirety. That's gonna go hard. Yeah. What's up? You, you go. He, nah, I have no money. <laughs> um, just climb the fence. I'm also. I'm gonna be out of town, bro. I'm actually might be closer to you. Right just now. quit. No, we're that Lake Paris is the opposite way. You're you're going to San Diego, which is south. Damn. Not the opposite, but different direction. Different direction. I mean, I guess it's probably the same distance from here to Paris, than from San Diego to Paris. San Diego, like a two-hour drive. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Who knows? But yeah baby key man it like family ties live went freak oh, went fucking hard man like best song of the concert i think honestly like if we're talking all things considered like not just, without my favorite being you know a factor because that you know favorites are different but i think best that was definitely the best best song best song wise. the whole yeah but when it comes to production like when it like there wasn't i did have i did think of some flaws yeah yeah i mean also like I didn't see. A, I think production wise, my favorite song was probably a uh, humble. 
like the intro where he step where he's like stepping on like when he's stepping and there's a piano like starting what about him coming out bro when he's taking a step and it's the goat hooves oh did you notice God. that no like you, you don't remember when the first time you're stepping out of the concert and it's just like hooves like clacking on the floor like I didn't know. It's the goat hooves, bro. Oh, he's my, what himself, a food! Because, I mean, if we're looking at the therapy session, you know, Kendrick yeah. used to self-proclaim himself the goat, which, I mean, right, rightfully so, depending on who you ask. But beginning of the therapy session, he comes in thinking he's the greatest. At the end, he, you know, metaphorically takes off the crown. Yeah. That he put on himself. As a savior, because he's not your savior. Mm-mm. You're nodding. You're nodding now. Oh, yeah. For those who can't see, <laughs> I was nodding um but yeah like dude what one thing that's pretty crazy about kendrick um that what he claims happened to him where when he was a kid he had a dream about tupac Mm -hmm. you know um and he came to him in his dream told him to save his music to save like rap in general yeah that it it, that's what like made him get that savior complex that he just got rid of you know i mean these imagine if you and i have these moments in our lives that we think are significant that raise us imagine if you're fucking kendrick lamar and you had like just also random moments you're like yo for sure i'm the next one you know i'm, yeah, I'm like, the chosen one yeah like especially like where he grew up in like you know yeah like, in the fucking like in the hood like where the, where people fucking die all the time like like any circumstances his just ha- they're random and they just happen to put him in a position where he's one of the biggest artists you know in in the country if i don't know about the world but i mean definitely one of the biggest I mean, artists he's going to europe tour so definitely yeah. but yeah was no. the last artist that did like a world tour i feel like that's a term I don't, you don't hear too much anymore yeah. and if you do it's not really a world tour it's just well, like two continents Tame Impala was going like it goes worldwide but he i mean he hasn't really like called it a world tour he's more so like he had like the north american leg he had the australian leg i think he just finished the european leg yeah that's true but like if you put it all together, because like world tour. I think of like I think world tours a two thousands era, you know, late two thousands, early two thousand tens, you know, Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber doing these yeah. actual Black world IPs. tours, Black Eyed Peas, yeah. yeah. Okay. But okay, so the thing about that though is that the world tours are very like they're very thinned out because, uh, you know, like traveling's a bitch. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. You know, so it's it makes more sense to have legs to have continental legs. All know? I know is that. The craziest, I think, tour I've ever seen or kind of paid attention to when it started ending was that Justin Bieber one from, I can't even tell you which album, but it was when he stopped touring. Like, he didn't finish his tour and he started like a bunch left. I remember seeing that list and he was fucking everywhere, bro. Like, he was doing shows at almost like every day, if not every, like, he only had very little time off in between shows for months, like months. I'm talking like six, seven months. And, you know, just lowering the little I know, I know touring is tiring, extremely tiring. Yeah, dude. I mean, you're performing like so you perform for two hours, but oh, for an hour and a half. But the preparation it takes beforehand takes like 10 to 12 hours at least, mm-hmm. you know, dude, that's like 10 to 12 hour days. Like for then having to worry about those everyday minor inconveniences, like stuff getting lost, stuff getting yeah. broken. You and know? then like not and then like other uh I guess responsibilities you you do you know such as like meeting greets. You're going overseas. You need to get all your visas and all that. Jet lag. That's why they hire like, these managers. You know, a bro. proper diet. You <laughs> know, like just make sure you're getting. Yeah, man. Like it. It definitely takes a lot of effort and and it drains people. You know, like I remember um, back. I, I took a Beatles class <laughs> like just when I was in college. All Beatles. It's, it's, it's called Beatlemania, where I just hmm. learn about the Beatles. That just the, their discography, their history, what happened, and. They're touring for like six years straight, and damn, they yeah, dude, like they were tired and done. So was uh, it like how consistently throughout the year though? But well, like they 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 came out with an album every year, so they would tour for that album every year. Jeez, I'm not, I'm not, I like the Beatles. I, I I've gone back and listened to a lot, but I'm not super knowledgeable about any. I haven't even watched that documentary, the Hulu one. Oh, that shit's long as fuck. Oh no, no, I'm I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking no, that's Disney Plus. There's two of them? Oh, yeah. I'm, it might be the same one. I'm not sure. But I saw hmm. one on Disney+. Plus. I didn't see it on Hulu. But, yeah, like, hmm. so I'm not sure if you heard this, but um, Sgt. Pepper's, that album. That was is... recorded at the same time as Dark Side of the Moon. I only know that because I'm knowledgeable on Pink Floyd stuff, yeah. and they were both in Abbey Road. Well, that's the first um, recording uh, album. What so do you mean? they didn't perform like... that live. They didn't go on tour for that live. Oh, yeah. Somehow I do know that random 
piece of trivia. Yeah, and it's because they were literally just over. That was a heavy concept album too, though, you know? So, I mean, it's hard to tour a concept album. Yeah, except for The Wall. Yeah, I wish I could have gone to that show. Dude, that shit's insane. I know. Okay, so if you were to go to any of the any other tours of Kendrick, which one would it be? Mm. I would have loved Damn. Yeah, I think Damn, the first, off the top of my head, like Good Kid, Mad City. But, yeah, I would definitely want to hear some of those Damn and To Pimp a Butterfly tracks. Because think of this last show set list without any Mr. Morale. Just, I mean, our it show was, was bangers, bangers, but more bangers yeah you know it's kind of like the kanye show we got like a greatest hits that's what i would have considered that was, the the that was probably yeah. the best set list like we could have asked for dude but the one last thing i want to talk about kendrick is that is crazy um how intentional he is with the songs that he releases in albums like i've heard stories uh like there's an interview he has with in big boys neighborhood where he mentioned that he's lost hard drives that have like 30,000, 40,000 songs that he just can't get into, get anymore. See, bro, and you're over here using Don't SD stop card talking adapters. about it. Yes, I know. I might, I might lose my episodes. Listen to Kendrick. All right. If my episodes aren't lost, then this is probably deep If you're hearing this, this. If you're hearing this, then they're not lost. Yeah. All right. Long story short. But I made some mistakes. But as everything, you learn from those mistakes. So I'm going to try my best to learn from it. Just as Kendrick did, hopefully putting things in multiple flash drives so he doesn't lose any more music, you know? What about Untitled Unmastered? Untitled Unmastered? I didn't I didn't listen to the <laughs> album too much. Like give it a little it's short, it's only like thirty minutes. It's, it's, it's great. I like it. It's just Bro, it's two, not a, it's, four, it's, it's, six it's, and seven. It's not a, it's not like a it's not a like concert album though. It's more of just like it's oh, Lucy's. Here's it's like, Lucy's yeah. that he uh, didn't title and, and when, didn't master. <laughs> yeah, and when it comes to uh, when it comes to like the the individual tracks aren't albums. My favorite is kind of like a series though. It's the heart, the heart series, the heart yeah, part three, I, I heart only part know... four, heart part five, or my the heart part four is probably my favorite. Of I that. think I'm only knowledgeable with like three through five, and I can't even remember three off the top of my head. I remember four and obviously five. But the other ones, four was on streaming for a little bit. No, four was. Are you sure? Yeah, there was one four of them. Four is on Spotify. It's it, not on streaming. It, it is on Spotify. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, four is is on SoundCloud. Like I have oh, it on okay. SoundCloud. I but don't have it on Spotify. I think if if it wasn't four, it was definitely three. But I feel like it was probably four, just because it was later. One of them was on Spotify for a bit, and then it got taken off because I even had it in playlists, and Damn. it was like grayed out. Dude, I hate that, man. I hate when when songs get taken off of Spotify. That happened to me one time with the. Uh, well, it's Dom the artist. Kennedy. Sometimes it's the artist, or you know, something didn't get cleared or whatever. But Dom Kennedy, that Yellow album, I think the one that has my type of party and. Uh, please. Yeah, bro. I love please, bro. That mixtape is it's a mixtape or is it an album? I don't know. I'm it's, sure it's, it's great. a mixtape now because it's not fucking cleared. It's no yeah, only Spotify. my. I think only my type of party might be on Spotify or on streaming for that. I don't know if any of the yeah, songs. Yeah, it are. is on. Yeah, but please isn't. I love please because those had Nipsey Hussle. There's another like two songs that I can't think of the titles off the top of my head. But I that's a mixtape. I don't know who showed me that, but I really enjoyed that. I, that's the only Dom Kennedy I've ever listened to. I have a lot of friends who are Dom Kennedy fans. Never have listened to another Dom Kennedy project, and that one I love. Yeah, that, no, that mixtape. That one's sick. Um, I probably listened to. Yeah, no, I just listened to that mixtape as well. I I heard a please randomly. In, in soundcloud i just found it randomly. were you a soundcloud dude like did you use before, SoundCloud? dude i used soundcloud before i use any streaming service like apple music so i went from soundcloud to apple music to spotify was this like when you were in up north yeah or? okay i was it, this was in 2015 2016 i got into soundcloud mm -hmm. and i also heard I, um, that's where i also found a chance to rapper before you blew up i was pretty that was pretty bad that's like 10 day era or is that already uh acid rap, acid rap? Okay. yeah I, I found him in acid or is it rap. 10 day or what's, what's that the pre i don't know uh -huh. dude yeah i just know about acid rap that's when i first found him um and then yeah like i found mac miller through soundcloud as well like yeah. you know larry fisherman like Crazy. i was like oh, what, what, shit. do you know what album he was on at good that point good damn okay so that's like 2015 era okay. yeah yeah like that's when uh SoundCloud, that's when i got into soundcloud before that dude i didn't really listen to music like i didn't there was no music, i had no library of any music except for like random albums i bought because i got itunes gift cards mm -hmm. for christmas yeah so i bought like the, the eminem album because i was a big fan of eminem back then damn and see nice. i started paying for spotify my first year of college which was like 2015 because well, it was a special no like it was like five dollars bro month, it was like shit. four bucks in the beginning 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm an OG Spotifyer. Um Spotifyer. Spotifyer, <laughs> Spotify gang. Um yeah, it was it was it was sick. There was not a, Spotify back then was dope. I mean, not that it sucks now, but there's just so much extra stuff. It's like really cluttered the app. And yeah, I don't. I mean, they there's just like audio books. Yeah. yeah, it's only a matter of time before they start doing. I don't fucking like a lot of video. Videos. Then next, you know, it's the next. That's year. another topic, though. But yeah, but yeah, I, I I was introduced to Chance through Gambino, but I oh, was not a big. Is it my like, favorite song? Uh no, but the worst guys. He has like oh yeah, worst yeah, guys yeah with, with no verse. Awesome. That's Actually, yeah, and then obviously awesome. like he has like a film where Chance was in and stuff. But um yeah, I wasn't I was never like a SoundCloud person because I just was on Spotify. Yeah, but I, I was a snobby listener though. Like you, I I was one of those people where like, I used to like listening to people before they blew up, and then I don't know what the fuck I, why, but whenever they after they blew up, you're a hipster, bro. I was just like, no, nah, I don't listen to this no more. I, I need you. I need you to look yourself in the mirror one day in the morning. In the morning, I'm for sure. You wake up. Yeah, yeah. Just, just. just I just try not to be a snobby like, hipster okay. anymore. Hey, growth, man. It's all about growth. Yeah, yeah. I don't do so. Like with Kendrick, though, I first heard of him through the radio randomly. Like I heard. Um, but I saw Kendrick before I was even a huge fan. Where? Uh, it was either paid dues or rock the bells one of the years back in like twenty between twenty ten and twenty eleven. Um, but I didn't like see him. I saw Black Hippie. I also saw Mac Miller that day. R.I.P. Yeah, Mac Miller's great. But yeah, I it, I first listened to I first heard of Kendrick through uh like in from Good Kid, Mad City. It was I heard Swimming Pools and then were you an album person then? No, did you? I didn't appreciate albums either. No, I. I mean, dude, I listen to radio, so I literally just listen to the Same. radio. Hits. That might be why I think because, I mean, I was like a K rock person. My my roots are more like rock. Yeah, yours are hip hop, and that's where our music tastes deviate. Yeah, I was like one hundred three point five, one hundred two point seven, ninety eight point seven, K rock. <laughs> yeah, no, I listen to a bunch of different. Like it was just my parents, you know. They just put that like. That radio, when that and R and B, I, I would never be a radio like person when when I have kids. Like I'm gonna put my my playlist. There are still some stations, but not the ones that play like modern stuff. I still love like Jack FM, ninety three one. They play a lot of old school yeah, like eighties ninety stuff. I like it. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I think Ashley listens to like ninety two three, and I don't know what that is, but it's oh, like hip hop. There I you think, go. Yeah. But it's like the older stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. That, she likes that. So there's Definitely some stations out there, but modern stuff, it just burns you out with music because, like, the new biggest stuff, they overplay it. Yeah. And that's I mean, what kind of makes you hate some stuff. And I was that guy where you you, hated I hated it, and I was like, no, nah, I'm never listening to this artist again. <laughs> just, just to send a message. Yeah, because, huh? like, Mac... Just, just to send a message to the radio station, you're never going to listen to the artist. Yeah, because, bro, another one. Mac was somebody I was really into. I fucking loved kids and Best Day Ever. Um, I used to always pop, uh, wear my hat uh oh boy f- down the rabbit hole keep floating you know a yeah, lot of these I songs was, i was i didn't hear about those songs and blue slide park came later. out i liked it i didn't love it watching movies came out and i was like late damn yeah i then i fell off to divine feminine i got into uh, do good am was a such a good album man like, i've recently gone back and listened to it and it's enjoyable but again, it's uh, not layered. It's more like not he as just layered, had bangers, yeah. though. Like those are bangers. Like why it showed is it, his though, potential that... to like fucking. That's probably like, what it was. Because I was gonna ask, why is it that it seems like I recently have gone back to more of his earlier stuff and watching movies with the sound turn or watching movies with the sound, sound turned off. Yeah, yeah, that one sounds more layered and polished than Good AM. But it might be just that that Good AM was like banger. Yo, I can still do this shit. Like, did he have radio hits off of that one? Yeah, he had uh, a thousand grandkids or. Um, Weekend, the weekend. Oh yeah, that was big. That dude, was that huge. Was a good, dude, this is a good ass. That song, might have like, been like award winning. That, that that was really popular. I'm sure. Yeah, I know, dude. Like, uh, I mean, Mac Miller. I've already talked about this in the in the podcast. I'm down to do another episode. But yeah, like, I think that was a turning point, similar to like, Carter Hotter Kotick, similar to like what Cherry Bomb was for Tyler. You know, like that was his this transitional his state shit, from yeah. like yeah, from like learning who he who he was to becoming who's like who he's meant to be. And with the maturity of his lyrics, mm-hmm. with the production, you know, and how it goes, I think that's that was good AM for him. Because after good AM, he kind of he was like, he's, "Wait, you're saying Flower Boy was his good AM?" No, uh, Cherry Bomb. 
good AM was his experimental shit? No, 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 no. I don't know. I disagree. There. No, 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 no. It's not experimental. It's a transition, like, uh, like to like from, like, from. It, it, it's a transition that started um, with the evolution of his like him maturing from his lyrics. Because so, also he to ta- the combo with the sound. Or yeah, what? yeah, mm. yeah. Like with lyrics and production, like his production got like a lot. Like it got a lot better with Good AM. But I don't know, dude, because I think watching TV production is way better. It's great, yeah. I mean, but like that—that's the same era as like Faces and Faces shits faces, on both of yeah, those, and okay. that's pre both. Uh, yeah, Faces. It, it's. I mean, he wasn't even. It wasn't even really Mac Miller. Should have died another, already. Huh. Yeah, should have been. Should, yeah. it was another guy. But yeah, okay. We, we clearly uh, we finished with Kendrick. Yeah. Now. <laughs> so with that being said, um, yeah, just stick around. We're gonna talk about some other artists with some other episodes here with Joseph. Um, if you like this, you know, let us know. Leave a review, share, like, subscribe. I don't know <laughs> where is that, but you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter at zenith underscore podcast and um there you could just keep up i guess with the episodes that are coming out yeah i'm your host Cesar davila joseph here thank you thanks. for coming back and thanks for uh, continuing to do this with me i appreciate looking you. forward to coming back yeah and with that being said you know where to find me at the zenith goodbye good night good day